Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 4, Episode 3, titled The Gang. It's a call from HR. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by Tia Kemp. Hello. And that's it. I'm just <laughs> here with Tia tonight. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had an episode with just me and Keen. Now it's just me and Tia. Uh, and it's our opportunity to air our grievances about every other panelist that we have on this show. Ah, um, now we say. love and miss them. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, <laughs> love them all. Uh, and this is, honestly, this is one of those uh, nights where, I've, not that we can't use them every other night, but like the some of the topics that come up in here, uh, especially in, in this episode, um, would be really good to have multiple people on. Oh, yeah. Not that you're not going to have me? something to contribute to you. Um, no, you're you do, spot on, I'm... Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and whoever is listening knows it. I feel like as soon as they're, it's just we and Tia. They're like, mm, <laughs> let me let me listen to, uh, what's that one podcast, Go to Sleep or something? I forgot. <laughs> but that guy is cool. <laughs> uh, well, we'll... We're going to have an episode to you. Okay, we, let's do we, it. It will have a beginning, which we've already made <laughs> happen. Uh, there will be a middle, which we are currently in, and it will have an ending. So what Winners happens? Winners and losers, baby. <laughs> yeah, whatever happens in there uh, is anybody's guess. All yep. right. So before I get into the actual episode, I do want to mention that Crossroads Comedy does things other than podcasts. We do live shows now. Live comedy shows in Philly coming to you once again, July 16th through the 18th. Uh, for more information on those, which feature multiple people uh, from the podcast that we do, including In My Opinion, you can check out xroadscomedy.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at xroadscomedy. Um, so please do that. And if you're in the Philly area, check us out. All right, Tia. Season four, episode three, the gang gets a call from HR. What is your first impression? Oh, man, this was a very annoying episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah, with yeah. the whole situation. Uh, I'll tell you one thing I would never, ever, ever like to do is discuss reparations in a room full of silent white people who aren't contributing anything. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, except for complaining how we don't need, I mean, obviously it was split, you know, even amongst uh, the African-American uh, folks, but man, I, uh, I, I was watching it and I was just like, man, I'm tired. Like I don't, <laughs> it wasn't enjoyable. Um, there were some, you know, points, obviously uh, other situations like with um, Diane really, you know, going after mm -hmm. memo 618 Um you know, but that was, uh, I mean, that was about it. You know, obviously the whole situation with DNC coming back and saying, mm -hmm. hey, what are, what are the issues? How can we, you know, get more black votes or what's, you know, an issue African-Americans <laughs> are facing. And yeah. I want to be like, white people know because they're being intentional about <laughs> maintaining those issues. So I'm like, don't ask us, you know, but um, I don't know. It, it wasn't my favorite episode um, and the whole HR training, boy. Yeah, there, it would be nice if the good fight did bring in an actual like trainer that contributed something so that everyone who's watching is like, oh yeah, that was amazing. But yeah. the last two trainers they've had have been white women and mm -hmm. it hasn't, hasn't been good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's our episode. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
my uh, winner. <laughs> now, um, what do you think, Mike? I, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, I think that uh, it was a good episode, but there wasn't too much going on. Uh, I am so into Memo 618. Yeah. More than pretty much any other storyline on this show in the seasons that we've watched, and we've watched so much so fast. Memo 618, I'm like, oh man, I want a series just about this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, the way that uh, everybody is so secretive uh, and Diane is pressing it and how much, uh, we'll see a little bit more in the, the next episode. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all in. And yeah. it, 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 it annoys me that this, it seems like this episode, because it's only seven episodes, or this season is only seven episodes, uh, got cut short due to COVID. Uh, we yeah. don't know how far into production they were. Uh, we know that one of my locks is that someone dies, <laughs> one of the characters dies of COVID, uh, <laughs> to which Jack said, you're an idiot. Why would you mm -hmm. ever think that? Um, no, he did not say that, but... Uh, he was thinking it. <laughs> he was thinking yeah, it. He, <laughs> he told it. me. He uh, texted so, me. He texted what? me while we were... Oh, man. He said, oh, boy. No, yeah. <laughs> kidding. Uh, so I'm not sure how far into production they 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 go. I don't know if we're going to get answers to what Memo 618, uh, like who's behind this, if it if they end up fixing it, you know, I don't see yeah. that. I don't really see that happening, where it's like okay, equal justice, we did it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm 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 so in on everything and the, the way the the investigative nature and how they're finding different things. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm loving it. And as far as the uh, DNC, yeah, how do we get more, that was, he, he said exactly that, like, we need the black vote. How do we get, how do we do it? What do we do? Uh, how can we uh, cater, uh, appease? Um, yeah. Yeah, so. and it, it was not a conversation, it was so not a conversation he was ready for that he had to invite white people into the conversation. Like, yeah. how do you start off saying like, Lee. so, and David Lee, yeah. So how do you start off saying like, okay, what's the press, you know, the, the pressing issue, you know, faced by African-Americans and, you know, the DNC is reaching out, da, da, da. You know, it's 20 minutes in a conversation about reparations. Let's add some more diversity and bring in some white people into a conversation that's supposed to be primarily about African-Americans. Yeah. You know what? That's actually that's actually very American. <laughs> Let's do it. We did it with La La Land. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and do it with this situation. Um, yeah. I'm always bringing up La La Land, by the way. That's <laughs> well, let's, still... uh, let's just dig into this just a bit more. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on it. Oh, um, man. But yeah, who thought it was a good idea to bring David Lee in? Oh, man. I think I'm in denial that he actually works at the firm. <laughs> yeah. I think when he was first revealed, I was like, oh, it's just for this episode yeah. and seeing him again. And even when we see him in the next episode, which we'll talk about, oh man, I'm just like, and, and the other thing too is in the midst of, you know, the complaint, whoever filed the complaint, I think they definitely wanted us to know. I don't know what your thoughts are. If it was definitely um, the one lady, <laughs> Madeline. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I forgot who Madeline <laughs> was, but in my notes, I just wrote Madeline is tripping. And I'm like, oh shoot. I was like, is that the HR lady or like, who is that? Okay. So yeah, Madeline, um, how are you going to um, tell her go to, or no, he told someone else. He said, go to hell lady, mm -hmm. but that doesn't get a complaint. But then we yeah. get a complaint about right. the N word and I'm just yeah. like, but then meanwhile, the actual racist is just 
enjoying just being in the mm-hmm. midst of, you know, being in the space. So, ah, uh, man. And was... pulling Vernon Jordan into the investigation. Yeah. People are fucking nuts. It's zero oh. tolerance power. Like you can't even quote. <laughs> you can't even quote. Terrible. Yeah. I did like when, when Jay went. Oh. And like right in front of them. Yeah. Um, and that was yeah. good. And asking like, okay, so uh, who did it? <laughs> yeah. Who did it? Yeah. That's, that's, it. oh, and uh, the other thing, even in the midst of that, <laughs> Madeline, Madeline's still breaking it down. Um, I hate that Madeline has to, you know, be highlighted in this way. Um, you know, I, I guess she's been in and out throughout all four seasons, but you know, it's like when she really gets yeah. like a chunk of the script, it's like, uh, to be like that person, but, um, how she casually is like, um, so you know what you just did there, Jay, that was intimidation. Like mm. you're next, you're on the <laughs> list. <laughs> you burnt. Um, so yeah. yeah, she's just after everybody. Um, and the first time that she has a, a lot to say, there was like a half a beat and then he's like, okay, so you, <laughs> so it was you <laughs> so what you're saying is hey you done it <laughs> uh, um yeah and then um I think this whole because I was thinking I was like okay you know I doubt that's the first time she's heard Adrian or anybody use the n-word mm-hmm. um just like especially taking in consideration the context I think, you know, my, my dad says this a lot, but it always like, you know, all you have all the different colors, you know, the world skin color. He's like, the only color that matters is the color green. And I think it's all about that money. They didn't get their pay their, um, What was it like for the managing or executive partners? I don't know their title. Yeah. Yeah. And that, as we started the, you know, season and when we were introduced to this new setup with the firm, that was the first thing that kind of was in our face about the other partners mm-hmm. is like they're not happy they didn't get their money so I think she's like you know what if you're gonna have us work under these folks and they have a zero pot like okay you know mm-hmm. so I think that's her way of making trouble because she didn't get the bonus and I don't know maybe more people even suggested it and Madeline was like I'll do it <laughs> like, <let me> wait <laughs> yeah. for a moment because I'm mad mm-hmm. that I ain't got my money yeah Madeline uh, kind of says as much too uh, mm-hmm. she doesn't say that she she did it but she says, like, you have the power yeah. in here and, and you have it all out, you know. Uh, and, you know, sometimes people want to level the playing field, knock it down and take it down a notch. Yeah, um, that so, she did. Yeah, I mean, if we had to, if we had all five people here, I'm pretty sure all five people would probably say, <laughs> Madeline, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was you, girl. It was yeah. you. <laughs> you are the dime dropper. Um, oh, yeah, man. what else in here? Adrian is talking about quitting. Maybe I quit. Uh, and they tell the story about the new hires, the photo. They took a photo. Oh. Of, uh, and that was a STL or what, you whatever. Mean, that. You mean STD Lori? <laughs> STD Lori, yeah. <laughs> Marissa's, Marissa's yeah. little nickname for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that photo that was, you know, oh, here's our 40 new hires, showing them off. Uh, and apparently it was just all white folks. And then they photoshopped uh, Black people into the photo. And Adrian says they bought us to put them uh, to put us in their pictures yeah that's the real thing mm-hmm. yeah and, there was and like Liz, the whole I'm sorry, oh go ahead. ahead no I was just saying there's so many stories of um 
of colleges having brochures saying like we're diverse and they just go online and find like black student and just oh, photoshop <laughs> photoshop that student wearing a backpack um yeah. and just to be like hey we're diverse and then people of color get there and they're you know they're just like you burnt <laughs> uh, <laughs> curses white supremacy yeah you win this round higher education yeah yeah uh, and Liz is like, do what you want. They are not going to fire us. I mean, I'll tell you between memo 618 and the way that this firm is running, I don't feel, I, I haven't felt this uneasy mm. about everybody in this show as I do right now. Like you're, you're yeah. like, Kurt's going to get shot. Uh, and then first episode, <laughs> we see that everybody's fine. And now like, we'll talk about in the next episode. I'm like, oh shit, like this could still be on the table. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There is so much going on, but like so much possibility of, of, of death, of uh, falling in the ranks. Like there's just so much going on. I, I do not feel good about anybody's chances to survive their job to the end of the right. season or to survive at all <laughs> until the end yeah. of the season, depending on which storyline you find yourself in. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. It's it's a rough time uh, to be at that firm. Um, yeah, other things within this here. Yeah, there was Landau coming and then uh, Marissa going off on him. You know, Tell my dad oh to fuck gosh, off, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm like, okay, yeah. inappropriate. Like, yeah. she was way too hyphy for the lobby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, um, uh, that was a ten on the uh, Costanza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, for anybody that's listening, we do an improv exercise, <laughs> which um, as the Seinfeld fan that I am, I named the Costanza uh, and it's an uh, emotional exercise. You start at a one, which is just, you know, easy. Uh, mm -hmm. And 10 is just whatever that emotion is. Off the charts. End, off the charts, or at yeah. least up to a 10. Yeah. All right. So any other stuff you want to say about the, um, uh, the incident? Yeah, I think... Um, that I mean, in the midst of the drama with HR, you know, Adrian brought up a really amazing point with the John Burge story in oh, Chicago, right, yeah. yep. um, and how reparations are possible. And, and it's also interesting, you know, with this episode taking place, you know, as far as the timing in our world with, you know, heck of stimulus, you know, them stimmies coming in. Yeah, so just really like, dang, okay, the government and you know this we know it's like the government does have money like the government can offer reparations to you know folks of african descent who came in from slavery who live you know in america and just that generational wealth and you know we even saw like an example of that in um what is it the watchman which i didn't watch but i mm -hmm. saw like a clip where or a friend told me they were like oh yeah they're doing it there there's like an atm or something <laughs> get your reparations <laughs> um <laughs> apologies to anybody who's a huge fan of watchmen <laughs> Uh, they're like, what? Um, but yeah, so I appreciate, yeah, I, I appreciate that he actually gave a, a real life example. And I almost yeah. wish that the episode would have leaned in to that as a possibility with the DNC instead of the messiness of, okay, in the midst, you know, when Adrian told the story later, he used the N word. So, um, but yeah, reparations is, is possible. Oh, really quick. I got to say this, I have mixed feelings, but as we're taping this, um, the government just made Juneteenth a federal holiday, yeah. which is like, yay, but also <laughs> you're, tr you're trying mm -hmm. to like 
you know, erase and dismantle, you know, and ruin critical race theory. You're also trying to suppress the vote and take people's vote. You also don't want to end police brutality, but thanks for the day off, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, so a, a lot of the stuff still very relevant and close to home, of course. Yeah. And for some people, depending on what occupation they are in, their business may be closed, and that's an opportunity that they don't have to make money, you know, yeah. uh, because it's now a uh, going to be a federal holiday. Um, I'm curious how they're going to to do that. If it's just going to remain, if it's always going to be, or if it's going to be like one of those observed on kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. gotta check that out, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brand it's, new. It's, it's, it's nice, but there are so many contradicting things out there. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like such a, uh, it's like a very uh, gaslight situation, this decision of the, it's, yeah. maybe this yeah. whole 50 states thing wasn't the <laughs> Uh, man uh yeah i mean but the thing is you you pass that voting rights act mm-hmm. and a lot of this stuff gets easier yeah uh, if people voted every two years rather than only when there was a president on the ballot a lot of this stuff gets better um it just means that a lot of democrats have to go out and and vote um anywho we're not going to solve uh all these problems within this podcast as much as I want to. Um, anything more on the incident? Um, let's see. I think the only other thing I had was I loved, I think you kind of spoke to this a little bit, but I love Jay's energy with mm-hmm. how he responded, uh, calling people out, but also towards the end when they had to do the training. And I want to just, I want to put this on a t-shirt when they had the slide about uh, Marcus eating the watermelon. And the, the lady's just looking at Jay the whole time because he's not participating. And she's like, okay, how come you didn't raise your hand? Did I? He's like, I don't know, Marcus. <laughs> like, Maybe he really likes one. <laughs> I, I don't know, Marcus. Uh, and then she's like, she's like, oh, he does not like, you know, watermelon. Okay, well, Tim's racist. But also, how do you, in a room that big, really hone in on one particular person mm-hmm. not raising their hand? So yeah, the, the HR, like, I need to look up her name. And I recognize the actress, but um, yeah. yeah, she was not cool. Yeah. She was the worst. Yes, she was. But yeah, that's uh, all And I then the two people that. behind her, too. <laughs> Who were those people? Uh, I had, what? I can't find the, the name. Because uh, Luca goes up first. Oh, it was Cleo and Paula. Oh, yeah. Okay. Edie, Cleo, and Paula from HR okay. and we got a zero tolerance policy and they are not kidding about it. Get out of here. Yeah. All right. Anything more on the incident we can come back to a little later. Uh, for now, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Caleb. Oh, geez. Well, Caleb is kind of doing what I thought they were going to do with Colin, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. scooch him up in the firm. But instead we got, uh, we got Caleb, uh, playing with rutabaga on this computer. <laughs> Just I mean, peeling shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's. I'm trying to isolate my thoughts on Caleb to this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't really know what to make of him. Uh, I definitely he was like, oh yeah, he's a spy. I was annoyed with Marissa that she didn't know he was the spy. She's like, yeah. oh, he's so cool oh you know I'm like all right girl like focus focus up um 
so yeah, but I guess he ends up being all right. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he wasn't really a spy though, right? Well, wasn't he, didn't he give them like, oh, shoot, I wish I remembered, but didn't he give them he, like information? Yeah, he gave, there, what happened, see what had happened was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank Landau, uh, they have the D, that's what it was, yes. as a DNC. Uh, yes. And the, when they were acquired, when the firm was acquired, they had for old business, it was a 60-40 split in favor of RBL. Uh, and for new business, it's a 60-40 split in favor of uh, STD Lari. Um, and that the partners got caught up and, were, and uh, Firth is like, so what's the deal with this uh, DNC? New business or old business? And Liz is like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, okay, old cool. business. Um, and they had a two-year period where they weren't allowed to look at each other's books or something right the whole uh, trust so th- yeah yeah so uh liz and adrian are like how the fuck did he know uh so they thought that there was a spy down on the floor and apparently it wasn't the guy frank landau was a friend with some gavin guy up there uh and frank told him that it was a new case Who oh god well yeah. but how did caleb know then he talked to gavin i guess oh okay i was like caleb's on the inside in some kind of way um because he might still be yeah he might still be you know because he's from them yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it's like where you come from i don't well let me put it this way i don't trust none of the white associates (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean i'll trust madeline before i trust the white associates because i'm like okay madeline i know you tripping (laughs) because of the money um (laughs) and she basically like she basically told on herself you know what i mean so it's Mm -hmm. this thing of like she's like I don't want to tell you, but I also want you to know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, That's, I have yeah. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're the friend, Madeline. <laughs> You're the friend. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I don't trust him, but it'll, t- it'll take him. You know what? This is the other thing. It took me four, was it four seasons? No, three, 3.75 seasons <laughs> to trust Kurt. So mm. I ain't going to trust Caleb, you know just yet so i don't care how much marissa likes him or you know or how many jokes he makes or whatever but yeah that's fair yeah fair. do you trust him yeah i wouldn't say i trust him i think i'd like him as a character but would you like would, is he someone you could picture yourself like being friends with yeah i think so okay yeah cool why not <laughs> um i'm a big time lawyer Y'all have so much to talk about. Deposition. <laughs> yeah. de- wait, or depots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So other stuff with Colin. Um, not really. No, oh, not Colin. Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> uh, I wrote Colin in my notes on this. Yeah, at least one spot here, apparently. Um, yeah, discusses with Liz. Caleb, you know what? Caleb and Colin actually look like they would be related. Yeah. They look like they'd be cousins. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, so there's Caleb goes to see Liz and she thanks him for that information. And mm-hmm. then she's like, anything you need, let me know. And he's Gosh. like, he asked for the second chair on any case. So I'm here to learn. Little, little tit for tat. Yeah. Little quid pro quo on uh, on this one. So there's that. Uh, yeah, and then Landau arrives and it's like, eh, it's a little, little too... Uh, <laughs> 
it's a little too, too black in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little too. We wanted we wanted more of a you know a, a Bryant Gumble type of black voter. We didn't want <laughs> yeah. more uh, of a, Mar- a Mark Lamont Hill black voter. Yeah, and Lando so. was like, eh, we're gonna go in a different direction. <laughs> also, in the very beginning, he's in there for five minutes. He gets like a phone call or something. He's like, I gotta yeah. take this, but really interesting stuff so far. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, that makes me so uncomfortable. I, 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 that's like one of my big anxieties is like having, like, white folks like listen in to the complaints and passions and concerns of black people. Just because I don't know, it doesn't feel it. It feels like it's not genuine. You know what I mean? It's yeah. now if you if you there because you like okay, I'm here to use my power and privilege. Like I got your back to make some change, cool. But if it's just like, ooh, listening in, like, ooh, like I'm just curious, like how does the, what are they thinking type of thing? It's like, ugh, but yeah, he uh, he did not care. <laughs> he did not care. And he's a bad guy from The Good Wife, but I forgot what he did that was so bad, but I remember he's a bad dude. Wait, who are you talking about? <laughs> Frank, Frank Landau. Oh, Landau, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Well, I don't want to say what he, I'll tell you offline, just, oh, yeah. just in case we have any uh, people that have not seen. The, the Good Wife. The good Got wife. it. Uh, actually, enough. you know what? Here's the, the quick deal that I remember. Uh, for okay. anybody that's listening, just forward ahead one minute. You're not going to miss anything. Actually, forward ahead 40, you're probably not going to miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Frank Landau uh, screwed over who? Eli, Eli Gold at one point. Um there was, uh, he might, I think, oh no, it was Peter that mm-hmm. screwed over Diane for the Supreme, State Supreme Court. Um, but yeah, Landau is a little, he's just a little shady. I need to uh, rewatch the Landau app. Is, yeah, he was in a few. Yeah. Um, see, Jack or Molly would be able to be like, so I know. This is what he did on this particular day in this oh episode. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, this isn't. It's not Here the I thought same. I was going to explain it, and then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I'm trying to think of like, what's like a, a group? We're kind of like, I don't know. It was like, I'm thinking of like the Temptations when it was just like, <laughs> you know, yeah, the like the two dudes that were hanging out or I don't know. What's a group that like split up and it just was not the same? And like the two, maybe the Bee Gees, the Bee Gees went solo. It's like something's missing. Come back, be the Bee Gees again. <laughs> so... Uh, Every configuration of this podcast has a <laughs> different energy and brings a different strength uh, while also highlighting the weaknesses. <laughs> oh, I know. Spice Girls. Because they're all, you know, they all got their little mm. thing. Yeah. Maybe that's a good one. I'm trying to think like where there's enough people. So, I mean, Keen would definitely be, Keen would be Sporty Spice. Um, and I think, Mike, you actually, you might, you might be baby spice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, and then I think Jack would be ginger. And then scary spice. I don't know. I'm going to say Molly scary spice with the way she'd be she's so angry about Maya. Um, oh, shoot. Are there just four? Am I missing one? Oh, posh. posh yeah. I can't be posh. Maybe you're posh. I'll be baby and you can be posh. Okay. I'll be posh. <laughs> And I'm married to uh, the soccer player, right? David Beckham. David Beckham. <laughs> All right. Yes. I'm doing okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> so let's go to my favorite storyline, maybe oh, the yes. so far, Memo 618, a.k.a. Yes. Memo 618. 
Yes. How are you feeling? I don't know. I mean, do you want to take the lead on this? Sure. Because uh, I know you're I excited it. about it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. 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 Yeah, I think that it's just for, for me, it's just super intriguing because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like, is this based on something? It does this exist in real life? Yeah. Uh, that there's this, maybe they're changing names and faces, you know, to protect the innocent. Um, uh, or maybe it's not a memo, uh, referendum, you know, 617, yeah. whatever. Uh, I'm just, that's the thing that's kind of really pulling me in is how how realistic are they, is what they're they're talking about here. There's got, because, just because of the way that these people are behaving. Mm-hmm. The people that, uh, is this the one, the episode, Your Ass? No, that's the next one. That's the next episode? Okay. I'm pretty sure that's um, the next one. So like thinking about the previous episode where the guy was just like not talking and not, he's like, you know, just yeah. subpoenas. Like, I don't understand how that behavior can exist. And it, it does. Um, the disrespect. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, this, and well, start. Oh, go ahead. I just, the way that they're weaving in people that I did not expect to be so involved with this too, like judge Hazelwood uh, is just getting more, uh, more time in here. Yes. Uh, for those uh, playing the, in my opinion, home game and wondering which background Tia had as her zoom background, as we record this podcast, if you guessed it would be Charlotte Hazelwood judge, the honorable Charlotte Hazelwood looking over the memo that was handed to her with memo 618 reflection in her glasses, which Diane, uh, pretty fucking keen eye. <laughs> uh, She's you, an X-Men. Uh, pat yourself on the back. Uh, yeah. That was uh, that was some good, you know, special effects there with them glasses really mm-hmm. getting in there. It was so it was at that at that point it did kind of feel like superhero movie. It's just like, <laughs> you know, materializing <laughs> mm-hmm. the just her her vision all of a sudden enhance enhance memo six eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another thing I was gonna say the uh, we kind of started off the episode regarding memo six eighteen with. Diane, you know, talking to Jay, like, check this out. Like my question's gone off the side and now I'm blocked out. But I, I felt so bad for Jay because Diane like miss, basically messes up his laptop. She's like, look what happened to my computer. Let's do it mm-hmm. to yours. But um, yeah, that, uh, yeah. And seeing uh, Judge Charlotte conduct herself in such a way, you know, just like wrap it up, Diane. Like, yeah, it is a scary, scary thing. Uh, starts turning on her, and she's like, mm-hmm. uh, Canning objects. Well, first of all, I thought that they did a, a pretty cool, uh, great move on Diane's part. If they can't find the injunction, if they can't find the record of the court case, if they can't find this, the case doesn't exist. And he and uh, she's just like, No, this is an appeal, this is the first time we're doing this. Right, that was Canning, good. Yeah, Canning's like, uh, not really. And she's yeah. like, okay, well, which point to the case? Fine, right. you know, show me the docket. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, and before that, sorry, we're skipping a, a big point here. Yeah, uh, Marissa, you know, they're using Marissa as the Trojan horse to mm-hmm. reach Julian. Like, and it's like, I know somebody, <laughs> I know someone who could talk to Julius. And sending him Marissa like, hey, and Julius is such a nerd. I love how we see Julius in his office rubbing the lint off of his robe. That's like, 
that's when Marissa walks in on him. He's like, just taking the lint off off of my robe. Like I do at two o'clock every day. Um, but yeah, just them trying to connect with him. And in, he did soften because of Marissa, like it, so it did work. And this was like, you know, who got to you? What's going on? And his response, ask Adrian's girlfriend, just ask his girlfriend. And he just like scurries off. I have to be in court. Have to be uh, as his girlfriend. He's a girlfriend. I also loved Diane's fucking speech here. Yeah. When she she says, I don't like to curse, but I've been cursed. Like some I'm paraphrasing, but I've been cursing so much. Um, and the fact that I don't curse often, the, you know, when I am cursing right now, it has that much more points. So believe me when I say this is motherfucking ridiculous. <laughs> you know? yeah. It is. It is. Um, and I I love, well, I'll talk, actually, I'll talk about this in the end because it's connected to winners and losers, so. Yeah, and she cuts into yeah. uh, Adrian. Who was your girlfriend and why does she know about my disappearing case? <laughs> <laughs> don't call your girl. Wait, what's the song? Girlfriend with Robin? Girlfriend. Don't, break, wait, is it Break Up With Your Girlfriend? Anyway, it's a it's good song that I forgot. Anyway, Not call, it's Call Your Girlfriend, I think. Mm. Anyway, it's song about someone telling somebody call their girlfriend and tell them it's over, but that's what it's making. Yeah, it is called Call Your Girlfriend. Anyway, Adrian, call your girlfriend and ask her about Memo 618. That should be a remix. To the I, I also love that Diane goes onto a forum and is like, what is Memo 618? Like, right. Like Ash Jeeves or something. Uh, uh, and it just, it doesn't even just delete her post. Like she posted it a couple of times and it's, it shuts down her computer. <laughs> They're like, burp, burp. like drains yes. the battery and shit. Like a Pac-Man situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's one other thing that you mentioned a moment ago uh, where it kind of picks up. Um, and we'll see it in the next episode. They're doing a little bit of this where they're bringing in scenes from previous episodes into the next episode. And they do this a, a few times, uh, a couple times already in this, in this season. And we see it again in the, uh, the next episode. Now they're just kind of reusing things. And they haven't really done much of that. Rather than doing no. it previously on they're kind of starting scenes immediate where they leave off. Yeah. It was it was a little devastating to start it again seeing uh Marta in front of the rubble yeah. at her restaurant. I was like, no, but she's been waiting all week for us to hear the, yeah. that next episode, wondering what happened to her restaurant. Yeah. Oh, and when Diane in front of Judge Hazelwood after she just starts um, ruling against her. And, uh, oh, yeah. And then she's like, immediately, she's like, no, I just have one more question. And she's, <laughs> oh, she was, she starts to go into the, the IP addresses and negative reviews. And ah, that's right. She rules against her and she's like, well, how can you rule against the evidence if I haven't gotten in, I haven't even said what the evidence is? And she says, because I have, I rule. Are you going to, she starts saying again, she's like, mm -hmm. you have another fucking question. Yeah. Um, stop going or, or we're done. And she's like, okay, I do. I have one more question. Yeah. What is memo 618? Oh, I love it. Uh, and I love it. she just starts running and she's like, it's not relevant to this case. And she's like, oh, it's absolutely relevant to this case because mm -hmm. somebody just came up, handed you that, said memo 618 and you just shut shit down. And she's like, we are in <laughs> recess until when? Until I fucking decide. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So 618 is fucking scary as shit to these people. Yes. And so two two points to that. Number one, so freaking proud of Diane. And it just reminds mm -hmm. me like when she 
every time she just straight up just says the thing that people won't say, mm -hmm. which is, you know, what is memo 618? Tell me about that memo, uh, about that memo, memo, memo. <laughs> what that memo do. Uh, <laughs> she's like, uh, it reminds me of this quote where it's, uh, the ult what is it? The ultimate tragedy oppression. It's not oppression by bad people, but the silence of good mm -hmm. people. And more people need to do that. It's like, speak up. Like if something's not right, if something's unjust, don't just like sit on your hands and not say anything like, you know, cause when she actually speaks memo 618, it's disrupting ish, yeah. you know, um, instead of just like going with the flow. So really proud of her for that. And then the last thing is in the midst of this interaction with judge Hazelwood, I think that Diane still don't know that's Adria's boo. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting party mm -hmm. when they all show up at the same, <laughs> you know, because um, even though Julius was like, ask, you know, ask Adrian about his girlfriend, Adrian didn't say who it was. He's like, I can't say. And then yeah. all of a sudden we see Judge Hazelwood. We know, but Diane don't know. No, no someone should tell her. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then Jay discovers that it's only the office Wi-Fi where that is happening. Where it's like, yes. Yeah. So not his home Wi-Fi. No. Weird, 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 weird. And it's coming weird. from, and he like points up. And then, and then the episode ends. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. There's Creepy. trouble upstairs. Creepy. Uh, yeah. I'm going to need, we're going to need Jack to do, instead of there's trouble in River City. Is that what it is? To, it's mm -hmm. trouble. It's trouble upstairs. Yeah. It's trouble. Trouble, I see. Upstairs. Right here in, yeah. STD Lori. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All anything, right. anything, any stray thoughts? Um, no, I, I mean, other than just, yeah, just my frustration over the whole HR thing. Um, yeah, that could have, Madeline, that could have been a one-on-one -on -one conversation, girl, but yeah, go off. Um, but yeah, the, and also just, yeah, the lack of awareness of the HR as they try and talk about these things to Adrian, who's like a grown-ass man. Mm -hmm. Um you know, especially thinking about like the context in which he shared it. I'm just like, oh, that was, oh, but um, no, no other thoughts. Just, you know, ready for them dubs and L's. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Do you have any lingering thoughts? I'm looking through my notes right now to see if there was anything that, that we might've, might've missed. And I don't think so. Uh, yeah, we, we, we hit pretty much pretty much everything. I don't really have any other thoughts. Um, and it's, we can't really predict because we saw the next episode. You know? I know, right? Uh, so we'll save that for uh, the episode we'll record momentarily. But yeah, it, it was good. And once again, the 618 stuff has, uh, has got me good. <laughs> you should just All get right. a shirt. You should get a shirt that says, <laughs> what is memo 618? I'm going to say, I know what memo 618 is. <laughs> uh, All right. Let's hit the winners and losers. Who's your loser? Um, my loser is whoever made that complaint to HR. So Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> so you made the complaint. <laughs> yeah. That was you. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. My loser is Marta again. <laughs> you know, every time she got to lose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Because they they tried like okay, so it's not imminent domain anymore. It's uh, illegal seizure. And they tried that and still getting fucked. Yeah. So yeah, Marta again. And winner? 
my winner is Diane. Uh, you know, nevertheless, she persisted. Uh, <laughs> love, love how she's using her privilege to be hella annoying about Memo 618. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's good. I, yeah. More people need to do that. You know, Definitely like a squeaky wheel. Yeah, be, we need more squeaky wheels about the critical race theory. It needs mm -hmm. to be taught. It's just mm -hmm. the truth, baby. <laughs> yeah. And that was the, you mentioned the, the one model that they talked about in Chicago with Burgess, uh, John, or Burge, uh, that they made it mandatory education mm -hmm. about him and what he, what he did. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, now with people erasing, trying to erase all of that stuff or, or trying to give equal time, which, you know, what are you talking about? Uh, equal, like, it, it's like 99% white history. Yeah. Uh, growing up. Like I know I didn't learn about um, uh, the Tulsa race massacre until yeah. college. Um, but like, yeah, that shit is. College is for liberals. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go yeah. to college. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 I mean, there's actually, there's so many more friends of mine and it's a mix. Like I got my friends who white mamas and I got my friends who black mamas, who Haitian and Filipina mamas, <laughs> and they are doing homeschool to teach their kids, you know, stuff that they know they're not going to get in school, which is basically like, yeah, just truth about all, all different types of history uh, from all people, like everybody, like inclusive. It's, that's not scary. You know, it's just the truth. And so, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's also just like a giveaway when you don't want someone to know something, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, wait a second. Um, so yeah. yeah. Giveaway because you don't want them to know something. Uh, and also it's, uh, it reveals the, the racism that you have when you, right. when you say that it's, uh, oh, we don't want that taught because it's going to erase our our history, or it's gonna it's gonna introduce too much different into the the white white culture. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're a racist. That's that's all it is. <laughs> you're just yeah. a racist. Yeah, speak it so you can heal from it. You know, yeah. make some changes. <laughs> all right, so that is our episode. <laughs> to you. Wait, um, and you? Oh, oh did wait. I make my winner? No, sorry. <laughs> uh, my winner's my winner is Jay. Ah, uh, for that's a good winner. Yeah, finding out uh, what the deal is with the the Wi-Fi uh and for just not changing and just speaking whatever was in his mind in the moments in front of the people that can do something about him doing exactly that. Uh so yeah. not really giving a shit and just kind of taking taking that stand uh both in front of the HR people and in front of every associate. Uh everybody. They yeah. know they know mm -hmm. what's up. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that truly is our episode, Tia. <laughs> thank you, Tia. <laughs> and thank you, Thank me. you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank me. Uh, we'll be back in a few. Bye. Oh, wait, I have to do Molly's.